The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. This is Victor Aurelius, producer of The Sundowners, which is a supernatural drama about two police detectives in the Old West. Fowler and Granger, our detectives, work in Utah Territory, doing the bidding of the master vampire lord, Glendale, either looking for objects or getting rid of his enemies. Granger is bitten by a stable of vampire prostitutes in the first episode. Eventually, he learns how to harness his newly found powers. Fowler is his straight-laced partner, but it becomes obvious that he is the brains of the duo. His knowledge of dark forces and how to combat them give him the forethought to allow the team to bring down adversaries. So far, four episodes of the first season have been produced, and series creator Mark Slade is anxious to continue the adventures of Fowler and Granger in the second season and beyond. The show is filled with action, suspense, monsters, demons, and villains. As producer of the show, I have taken the task of bringing Mark Slade's words to life in a vivid soundscape of effects that our growing number of fans enjoy. Thank you for listening. All better audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention! This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. That is all. The 4077th and All Better Audio presents The Sundowners Created by Mark Slade Directed and produced by Victor Aurelius Episode 3 Bloodbath. Eighteen eighty seven in Gunston, Utah Territory, two children are playing Joey Twelve and Maddie Ten. They are out late, uh, too late for their own good. should get back to the house. Mama will be mad at us. Be quiet, Maddie. Can't you see I'm busy? I feel kind of weird out here in the woods. Even the stream is floating against its usual current. Joey! What, Maddie? Do you think Daddy will be home soon? I found the cufflinks from his officer's count. I really miss him. I don't know. Darn it. I can't get these rocks to skip at all. We really should get home, Joey. I'm busy. Go if you wanna. Joey, Mama will beat us red if we don't hurry on home. Let go my hand, Maddie. Confound you. (gasps) Don't let Mama hear you cuss like that. It ain't no cuss word. Besides, you made me drop my rock again. I think we should get. Yeah. That sounds like it's getting closer. We better get. It's getting closer, Joey. It's getting 
Keep running, Maddie. Don't stop. I'm getting tired. Look, our house is just over the hill. Almost there. I can't wait for Daddy to get home so I can give him his cufflinks. We made it. We made it, Maddie. Tournament Granger. Don't you ever tire of seeing sweaty men beat each other to death with their fists? <laughs> no, Fowler. I crave depravity and brutality, and the occasional woman. Oh. Not to mention a drink. What the hell? You fall into old man Gertie's whiskey vat again? Kill him! Oh, use your fist, damn you! Oh, two twenty-dollar coins lost on that jackass! Serves you right, Granger. When was the last time you were home? That sucks. Uh, Carol found out about Dawn. I haven't been home in two weeks. I have a room at the hotel now. Go ahead and say it. Say, I told you so. I'm not gonna kick you when you're down, Granger. I'm here to retrieve you. The old man wants to see us. Oh, tell Glendale to stuff it. I'd rather you tell him. He's sitting front and center, watching the tournament. You, you didn't tell him that... Tell me what. I see. Suddenly the wagging tongue has been stifled. Did you tell him why I sent for you two? No. We were discussing another situation. Uh, I'm not at my best, sir. I really don't care, Detective Granger. You and your situations are very tiring as of late. You look very pale. You haven't been feeding? My body keeps rejecting others' blood, sir. That is an excuse to reject who you are! You are a vampire, Granger! You have changed! Not feeding so you will shrivel up and become a living corpse is pathetic. Just accept things as they are. I do enjoy these bare-knuckle exhibitions. The amount of violence is... exuberating. Can you believe someone wants to change the rules? The fighters wearing gloves? And the match only 20 rounds? That is sickening, not to mention disturbing. Should we get on with it, sir? By all means. I should be getting back at a poker game at the hotel. There's a tasty treat waiting there for me. She got into town yesterday, came from a farm in Wyoming. She would like to become a saloon girl. 
I will personally train her. We have three murders at that Lacey's old farm. Susan Lacey? And her children? Very messy, Granger. Same as those three dead men we found last month behind the feed and seed store. Witnesses have placed Ned Amos at the scene. Next morning, he was seen running naked from the area. They also saw a naked man running from the farmhouse. Very messy. That's that's horrible. I, I don't know why anyone would kill Susan, let alone her children. She... She never quite got over Ed's death. Another crime unsolved. Where he was guarding an outpost 20 miles from here, his body was never found. Just Ed's officer's coat, torn to shreds, and, and it was covered in blood. <sighs> we found one of Ed Lacey's cufflinks near the little girl. They had Ed's initials engraved. Susan and the children... Their hearts were taken from their ravaged bodies. There are marks made from a knife. Or... Claws. Are you suggesting it was a werewolf? He isn't suggesting. He knows for a fact, detective. Now, I can't have such dirty creatures cavorting about. They cause too much panic. I need calm in order to teach my way of life. You two need to find this... Nasty creature... And extinguish him. How are we going to track a werewolf? As easy as it sounds. Follow the trail of blood. (laughs) The trail has stopped cold. (sighs) Maybe we should turn around and head east. No. I can smell something out here. It's a very strong scent. Several wild smells. The blood I gave you must have helped. It helped a great deal, Fowler. Thank you. It, um... It wasn't anybody's blood I knew, was it? I'm not sure. Unless you have friends in that bloodletting group. (laughs) You went in that place? I did. I feel a little ashamed. (laughs) Or sexually aroused? Definitely not. I just... I just don't want Nina to think I'm cheating on her. Your wife is a remarkable woman, Fowler. I'm sure she'd understand why you went in there. Like I said, um... Thank you. That vial of blood won't last forever. Enough to start feeding on your own at some point. I don't like what I've become. To not be human is... Beneath what nature has intended. I hate to say this, Granger, but the old man is right. You are going to have to come to terms with being a vampire. You can still use it to further your abilities to help us in our work. (sighs) There are weaknesses with this so-called power. Then learn to use those weaknesses to an advantage. Hey, uh, I see something. A lantern light. Off in the distance. All right. Let's ride out to see who or what it is behind the light. Well, look at that. There's a caravan. Looks like someone's camped out. I'd say, uh, up to three women. One man. Okay. Ride up nice and easy. Then we tie our horses to those trees just to the left of their camp. Uh-huh.
I think it is best you come with me now. Easy there, friend. No need for that Winchester to go off. Then don't give me reason. Just dismount your horses. Very easy. at a time. More than likely, it can't affect me. You're talking about rushing him? Uh, not necessarily. Uh. Hey, hey, what? Harry. You okay, Granger? Uh, son of a bitch. He must be the worst shot ever. You were supposed to get the bullet. Not so bad. <laughs> You're only hitting the shoulder. Get up. You're gonna take us to that caravan. You do not want to do this. You're lucky I don't rip you to shreds for shooting me. As you can see, my friend here is a vampire. I don't think he likes you very much right now. The women will not be happy to see strangers. Don't worry, we won't stay long. Just long enough for supper and to take that bullet out of my friend's shoulder. You do not understand the danger you are in! Okay, I'm sick of hearing you talk. Get up off your knees. <laughs> That's Rich Fowler, hitting him in the face with his own gun. Those days you were a guard at Fort Butte have come in handy, I see. You never forget your training. I'm not sure, but I smell something other than human. Werewolf? No. But it has a familiar odor. <laughs> so, you are here for the werewolf, eh? <laughs> you really have no understanding of the dangers that are in front of you. I told you to shut up. Wait, Fowler. Maybe we should hear him out. I don't feel right about this. That smell is getting stronger. My body is tingly. Weird sensation. <laughs> you are closer to the end of your trail than you thought. <laughs> I am telling you, you are better off to ride out into the night. Find your wolf. We're camping here for a few hours. Knock on the door of that caravan. Announce you have friends. You have been gone too long. I see we have visitors. Boris, what did we tell you about picking up strays, hmm? Oh, shit. Fowler? What the hell? Fowler, they are levitating. How? How did you do that? My sisters and I have many talents we can account for. Among the power of flight, charms, and many spells that can come from our fingertips. We also spin the web of many a man and their lives. That's one hell of an introduction. Boris, you are hurt. Why is our husband bleeding? <laughs> husband? To the three of you? You find that amusing. Every woman needs a man to thrust her powers to greatness. Why is Boris hurt? 
His tongue is too loose. I was trying to tighten it for him. <sighs> we should turn them into rabbits and let the Nighthawk have them for a meal. <laughs> My beautiful wives are very protective of me. Look, we apologize. I'm not easy to get along with after a gun is aimed at me. It's in my nature to respond back accordingly. We meant no harm, just passing through. They are on a hunt for a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) That is very amusing. What makes you two think you can hunt a werewolf? Just the two of you. I can tell neither of you practice magic. Who needs magic when you have a gun and six silver bullets? We aren't worried, nor any of you. Especially if you practice magic. So you hunt werewolves. Big deal. Go, hunt them. Leave us be. Boris, come. Look, we need to rest for a few hours. Can we please... No, never. You hurt our Boris. Oh, this is too much. Gino Thompson? This can't be. I thought you said you killed him. I didn't say I killed him, Granger. I said I put silver in the elixir I gave him. Look at his face. It's... He's deformed. What the hell are you doing here, Thompson? Just having fun with your master, Glendale. Disrupting his control over Gunston so I can swoop in and retake my territory and Gunston. Oh yes, I see. You were the one that changed Ned into a werewolf. (laughs) No, no. He was bitten by a werewolf long before I came. With my new followers. <laughs> Praise the new Lord! Praise the new Lord! Praise the new Lord! We found him as he was changing back to human. The idea settled into the back of my brain a few months ago. But you drop him off in town every month, he changes, kills, and causes panic in town. But how do you get him to return to the caravan? We control him. <laughs> Uh, that makes sense. Uh, say, Thompson, why don't you and Glendale settle this matter like two gunfighters? You know, vampire to vampire, instead of innocent blood being spilled. Because he can't. Am I right, Thompson? You're dying. The silver is destroying your body. This, this is not my vengeance. It is only play. Yes, I am dying. But I will reign supreme. I will control my town before I die. Flying in the air, there is a nice trick your wives have there, Boris. (laughs) It is no trick, I assure you. Uh, We... Uh, should go now, Fowler. That is the best idea you ever had, Granger.
sisters, my children, into the caravan now. Sisters, into the caravan. Look out, Fowler! Boris, <sighs> get out of the way! Thing. That werewolf is eating him. God damn it, my revolver won't fire. <laughs> Too late for Boris. Oh, what a terrible way to go. Torn apart. Horrible. Werewolf. He's... He's changing. Granger, look. It's... It's Ed Lacey. He has one of the cufflinks in his hand. He killed his own family. I... I can't... I can't understand. I thought you said you three could control the werewolf. We can. Oh. That one is not ours. <laughs> my poor Boris. My poor gentle Boris. Now, how will we bring a child into the world? <sighs> I ask you, Seerstress, how will we bring a child into the world with no seed? <laughs> My lovely ones, there is no need for sadness of Boris's passing. My son shall be born, a gift to this world, and the seed shall come from. What the hell are you talking about, Thompson? Me? Me? Why me? The essence runs through your veins, no matter how weak it is. To combine vampire essence with the powers of the sisters would be the creation of the most powerful being. That being would carry on my plans to convert non-believers to my teachings and worship one God. Me. And if they do not convert, what happened to those who deny your graces? <laughs> I don't think they would live long enough to deny me. Then you should die. You, you shot, shot him! You shot our master! You shot him right in the head! I will never die! 
Casting a spell. Granger, Granger, what's wrong? Just weathered a storm. And? And I'm afraid you're going to be a father. So it worked? The sister's spell actually worked? What's this, Fowler? I think the sisters want us to help raise the kid. Oh, ha ha. Very funny. Is, is that... Ned... He's sleeping right now. Couldn't they have put some clothes on him? No reason to. He's just going to rip them off when he changes over. There's a full moon out there. Why hasn't he changed? You see those flowers lying on his chest? Yeah. They're called moonbeams. They control the change. When they're not touching his skin, the sisters use it to bring him back to the caravan. What the... All three of you are pregnant. And showing already? (laughs) (laughs) You question the power of our magic? I question my sanity at this moment. There's just too much strangeness going on. What happens when your children are born? Children? (laughs) No, stupid man. (laughs) There is no children. But you're giving birth. Oh, yes! Not what you think, though. This is the ultimate in vengeance for the death of our Lord. Thompson said he wanted a boy to carry on his name. Complete his undertaking. That is what he tells you. We know what he really means. Oh, we are giving birth soon. Very soon. But not to a child. A plague for Gunston. <laughs> what? What have I done? You know we won't let that happen. I am afraid there is nothing you can do. Sisters, remove the moonbeam flowers. (sighs) Come, sisters. We should leave the werewolf to his meal. It is almost time for the birth. Where? Where am I? Ned. Remember us, Ned? It's, it's, It's me, Fowler. That's Granger. Remember us? I, I don't... I don't know. Maybe? Yeah... Yeah, I think so. Think so? Fowler! What are we going to do? Let me see your revolver. The, the 
gun won't do us any good. The damn thing is jammed. The silver bullets melted in the chamber. Why? I can't let him kill us without a fight. Granger, keep him occupied. I broke those chains. Keeping him occupied? I don't think that will be a problem. I think I know why the silver bullets melted in your gun. That's great, Fowler. But so what? You're a vampire. Vampires can't touch anything pure. Your hands heated up the gun and melted the silver inside. Again? So what? I have an idea. Fowler, what are you doing ripping the back of my shirt? Ranger, this might hurt a little. Ah, what the hell? God damn you! Pressing the gun against your skin while you're full vampire, I figured it would hurt. But you'll heal in a few minutes. Now, lean away from Ned while I... Silver. It burned his skin right off. Ned is nothing but a skeleton. Granger, the sisters are gone. Uh, let's collect our horses and get out of here. Head back to Gunston. Wait, let me get this. The moonbeam flowers. What for? I don't know, but something tells me we're going to need it. The Sundowners, Episode 3, Blood Bath, was written by Mark Slade, directed and produced by Victor Aurelius. Featured in the cast were Jeff Niles as the narrator, Kian Lutz as Joey, Mary Genevieve Fortier as Maddie. David Alt as Fowler. Victor Aurelius as Granger. Terence Dry as Glendale. Pete Lutz as Boris. Angela Young as Sabrina. Jessica Matthews as Nadia. Cheyenne Gibbs as Drina. David Schutz II as Gino Thompson and Caddy Michael Ayers as Ned. Music by Kevin McLeod. Sound design by Victor Aurelius. Copyright The 4077th and All Better Audio 2016. This has been an All Better Audio production. This production was set together by, by the four seven seven seven. Making audio, audio sound, sound all better. better.